What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Casual Big Ten Podcast. This is the show where we talk about Big Ten. Well, this time of year, we talk about Big Ten basketball. It is, well, technically it is March 18th, Saturday. But really, I am recording for the evening of March 17th, which was Friday. The second day of the big dance. The NCAA tournament, as you would. Um, Lots of action that took place today. If you're noticing that my voice is a little hoarse, it's because it is 2.15 in the morning. I'm just getting around to recording. Hung out with some family members today, watching some hoops, drinking a little bit of uh, alcoholic beverages. And you know what? No one cares about that. That's okay. I wouldn't care either if I was listening to a podcast about Big Ten basketball. I'd want to hear about the basketball. So let's get right to it. Um, As I said, it was Friday, yesterday technically, about two and a half hours ago, my time zone. Um... Let's let's not try to hide from it, guys. Let's let's jump right in. Purdue's season is over, and it is quite the shock. I would say. I mean, I mean, I don't know how else you would put it. This is this is the. It's either the most shocking game or um, tied for the most shocking game in um, NCAA tournament history. I would say. I mean, there, I, I don't even have to say it. It's just it's factual. A one seed has only lost to a 16 seed one other time, and it was Virginia. And honestly, at this point, um, Virginia has a track record of doing things like this. They just lost as a four seed. They're just, they, they just love getting upset. Purdue, on the other hand, they've never done this before. Um, about five years ago, Virginia lost to UMBC. And I can't even remember what that stands for. I think it was um, the University of Maryland, Baltimore County. The Bulldogs or something. Uh, Who knows? I I don't remember. But I do know for a fact that our beloved Purdue Boilermakers took a big fat L on the forehead to Fairleigh Dickinson. That's right, folks. Fairly Dickinson beat the reigning regular season and Big Ten tournament champion Purdue Boilermaker. I don't even know what to say. I'm at a loss for thoughts. I'm at a loss for words. Um, It's really, I mean, I, I, I know what I did. Here's what we'll do. We'll talk about what I did say yesterday on the podcast because I'm going to do a pod every day that a Big Ten team plays, and hopefully that's for a long time here um, in March and going into April. I uh, I said yesterday that there was no if ands or buts about it. Purdue was going to win. There was no there was nothing to worry about. They were, and I even tweeted out that they were going to cover the 23 points. This was a team that was 20 three-point favorites in a college basketball game. 23 points. I mean, just that 
alone, just stand that all by itself. A 23-point Division I college basketball favorite lost tonight. Add on to the fact that it was um, a number one seed playing a 16 seed, and add on to that that it was fairly Dickinson who had to play a play-in game just to even get to Purdue. And then let's add on just one more thing because there's a video that was going around from Fairley Dickinson's coach. I don't know his name. I'm assuming most other people don't either. After they won their play-in game, I don't even remember who they played in their play-in game. I could look it up. I will look it up. I think I have it. Nope, I don't have I don't even have my internet open right now. That's how unprepared for this I am. Don't even have the internet open. Let me open it up though because I do have I think I do. Do I have it in the uh, bracket pool here? Let's see. Who did Fairly Dickinson? Texas Southern. Who I thought was going to win that game. I didn't even think Fairly Dickinson was going to win the first game. I didn't think they were going to win their play-in game. But they did. And then they went on and shocked Purdue. Um, man. Like I said, thoughts are thoughts are really escaping me. I'm going to be completely transparent with you guys. I didn't watch this full game. I wish I did. And the reason why I didn't watch it is because, number one, I was a little busy here at home. But number two, I didn't think there was a reason to watch. Purdue has arguably, this isn't arguably, Purdue has the Big Ten Player of the Year, Zach Eady. He's seven foot four, right? I got to start looking some shit up now because, like, I'm kind of confused still about what just happened. Let me look at this. View player stats. Zach Eady doesn't have his height on here. Let's see. My voice is getting super low because it's so late. He's he's seven foot four, folks. Seven feet four inches tall. Fairly Dickinson is the shortest team in Division One basketball. Their tallest player is six five. And if you're a college basketball fan, which if you're if you're listening to this podcast, I hope that you are. You probably already knew this, but you look at this matchup and you say. He's a foot taller. He's 11 inches taller than any player that he's going to be going up against tonight. This this dude better go off. And, um, man, he didn't. <laughs> what, what are you supposed to say here? He didn't go off. And even if he did, because I don't know how many points he scored. Let's look. He had 21. That's fine. You got to score. I, I don't know. Is this on Zach Eady? Oh, man. I don't know what to think right now. I don't know what to think. All right. Let's take a deep breath. All right. Purdue wasn't going to win the national championship. We knew that going in because they got exposed a little bit in the Big Ten tournament by Penn State in a game where it felt like Penn State might win that game anyways. They've lost to other teams this year in the Big Ten. A Big Ten that is, I don't I don't even want to talk poorly about it, but a Big Ten that is down this year. 
They lost to Indiana. They lost to Maryland. They lost to Northwestern. They lost to Indiana again. They lost to Rutgers early in the season. Maryland. 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 Rutgers. Indiana twice. I mean, North Northwestern is my dogs, but they weren't going to win the national championship. We knew that going into the NCAA tournament. They were probably overseeded as a one seed this year only because the Big Ten was so weirdly played out this year that the team that was the champion in either the regular season or the Big Ten tournament was probably going to get the one seed. Honestly, if Indiana would have won the Big Ten, they would have got a one seed. If Illinois would have won the Big Ten, they would have got a one seed. Michigan State, Michigan, anybody. Whoever was going to finish as the number one team in the Big Ten was probably going to get a one seed because every other conference, you look at the ACC, you look at the Big 12, all the other big conferences, the SEC was really, I guess you would say Kansas. (coughs) I need some water. Kansas was going to get a one seed and Alabama was going to get a one seed. You had to have a one seed coming out of the Big Ten. You just had to. And uh, unluckily for Purdue, especially now since they lost, they were that guy for us. They had to be that guy for us. They won both. They won the Big Ten tournament. They won the season championship. We already talked about that. So they had to get the one seed. We knew they weren't going to win, though, and here's why. You're going into the NCAA tournament. You're going into March. Everyone talks about it every year. You need senior leadership. You need senior guards that can score and aren't going to get rattled. What does Purdue have? Two freshman guards as their leading guards. You have Braden Smith, a true freshman. You have, is it Fletcher? I get him and Foster mixed up all the time now. You have Fletcher Lawyer, a true freshman, as their main shooting guard. You have two freshmen running things for Purdue. The main ball handlers, the main guys that you're looking to in the backcourt as your scorers, as your guys that are leading your team. That's not what you want going into the NCAA tournament. You want senior guys. You want Jalen Pickett. You want... um, A.J. Hogart, you want, I was about to say Indiana, but they got a freshman guard too, basically running their team. Um, You just want seniors, okay? That's why I like Penn State so much in this tournament. They're senior laden with their team, so they're going to be fine. Um, And Purdue didn't have that this year. We kind of knew they were going to lose. This is an unfortunate loss for the Big Ten because it really puts a black eye on the conference. Your best team that won the season, won the Big Ten tournament, is gone instantly to a 16 seed who had to play a play-in game just to even get to Purdue. Not a good look for the Big Ten. This is a terrible look for the Big Ten. And uh, to be honest, it's a bad look for Purdue. Listen, I'm not going to say anything bad about Purdue. I, I don't know if you take a step back a month from now, if you look at this season and say, was this season a failure instantly because they had a bad night and they lost to Fairleigh Dickinson 
Um, if I'm a Purdue fan, yeah, I think it was because you had a chance to make a run. I know people in my bracket pool who had Purdue winning it all. They're done. Those dudes are idiots. Now, that's what it looks like. Um, so if I'm a Purdue fan, I, I think it's a failure, but in a year from now, in two years from now, you're going to look back on this season and, uh, <laughs> I'd like to think people are going to forget about this, but we haven't forgot about Virginia and that was five years ago. Um, we're not going to forget about the loss, but you're always going to have the banners though. So no one can really say shit to you if you're a Purdue fan. I mean, unless another Big Ten team wins the national championship this year, of which we have five teams left going now. We have Michigan State, we have Indiana, and then the teams that won yesterday who have crazy matchups tomorrow, uh, Maryland, Penn State, and Northwestern. Unless one of those teams wins the national championship, what else can you really say to Purdue? They got the banners right now. The only other banner that's left is the national championship banner. So you really can't say anything to Purdue. You can't say it was a failure of a season unless you get that last banner and uh, you're able to hang that that one banner that's going to be better than them. I don't know. I don't know. I feel bad for Purdue fans. I have a I have a decent Purdue following on the Twitter account. Um, so I, I really feel bad for them because they've been really excited about this year. I know people that specifically didn't come to the Big Ten tournament because they were waiting for a first or second round game for Purdue, and they're not going to get that. They're, they'll get the first round game if they were there tonight, I guess. But you, if you were waiting to see Purdue in the Sweet 16, if you live close to that region, yikes. <sighs> yikes. Um, I feel bad for Purdue fans. I really do. I honestly do because they were they were very excited about this season, as they should have been. As they should have been. They won both the titles. They had an easy first-round game. They It looked like they were going to have an easy draw, and... Um, they go down in the first game. I watched the last four minutes of this game. It just felt like Fairley Dickinson was playing with more confidence. Honestly, I don't know what the rest of the game looked like. I, like like I said, I didn't really watch it because I thought I didn't even know it was a close game until um, I went over to my brother-in-law's house tonight. I didn't even know it was a close game. I got over there. We were about to watch Miami play because um, we have a rooting interest in Miami for family reasons, but... We're sitting here getting ready to watch Miami, and I was like, hold on a minute. Switch over to that Purdue game for a second. Let's see what's going to happen. Fairley Dickinson had a one-point lead at the time. There was four minutes to go. I was like, no shot. Purdue loses this, right? No shot, bro. And uh, I was wrong. All right, it's been 15 minutes I've talked about Purdue. I don't know what else you guys want me to say about it. I feel bad for their fans. Um, I think it's a disappointing season. That's pretty much my synopsis, Uh, but they still – like I said, they have the banners right now, so you really can't say anything to them. The opening game today, the team that no one's talking about, Michigan State, the Spartans, they uh, basically dismantled the Trojans, Spartans versus Trojans, future Big Ten op- opponent in uh, USC. was a close game at first. I watched the entire first half. I was like, this game's going to go down to the wire, and then Michigan State, 
did what I thought they were going to do in the Big Ten tournament against Ohio State. They made adjustments at halftime. They started knocking down some big shots. I thought that Joey Hauser played really good. He was making everything, it seemed like, in the first half. Um, but USC kept it close. And uh, let's look at this box real quick because I'm not really sure who the leading scorer was. I'm going to guess it was Hauser. That's what my guess is going to be. It might have been Aikens, though. Let me look at Michigan State. Uh, Hauser had 17. Aikens had 12. And then uh, Walker, my guy Tyson Walker, had 12 as well. Uh, that was pretty much it as far as the scoring went. Um, Hauser also had eight rebounds. So he was the leading scorer and the leading rebounder. Listen, Joey Hauser's a, a fine player. He's a fine player. If you're leaning on him to be your guy to lead you to a Final Four, you better prepare yourself for a Sweet 16 and be happy with it. Um, if you're a Michigan State fan, you need Tyson Walker to play better. You need uh, Jay Nakins to play better. You definitely need A.J. Hogard to play better. A.J. Hogard couldn't hit a free throw to close this game if his life depended on it. Now, he hit some when they were up 10, but when this game was still in doubt with about two minutes to go, I think he missed three in the closing moments of this game. Um, Michigan State's got to play better if they're going to make a run. I'm glad they got the win. They got the 10-point win today. Um, I'm glad they were representing the Big Ten well. Tom Izzo, I made a note of this at the beginning of the game. And I texted it out to some people. He looked ultra-focused in this game. Like, he was determined to get a dub in this first round. He didn't want to have any of that uh, early-round exit talk under his name anymore. A uh, little surprised that they won by 10. They were only favored by 2. I actually picked USC to cover their 1.5. And, and I didn't. I wasn't picking that saying that I thought USC was going to win. I thought they had a chance to win. I was just thinking this was going to be a close game. I didn't know if it was going to go one way or the other. I thought it could be a one-point game coming down the stretch. And that's what I thought this morning. That was about 16 hours ago now. Um, Suzoko, Suzoko, Matty. I, I never know how to say his last name. He only had four points. They were definitely all in the first half because I saw him get two dunks. So once again, like I was saying about Michigan State, happy for them. They got a great, uh, great, great win. They needed this. They needed to uh, kind of silence the haters about the first-round exits, the early exits in the last couple of years. Um, and they'll be moving on. Let's check real quick because I'm not positive who they're playing. They're playing Marquette in the next round. It seems like every Big Ten team is playing a one or a two seed in the next round. So they got a tough matchup, but Marquette is beatable, especially for... Michigan State. Here's the thing, though. You can't have Joey Hauser be your leading scorer and your leading rebounder anymore. You just can't. You can't do that. You need Tyson Walker to step up and be your leading scorer in this next game. And you need uh, Matty Sizoko to be your leading rebounder. Or I, I guess I'm okay with Hauser being your leading rebounder. I just He just can't be both, though. This dude is not going to carry you guys to a Final Four. He's just not going to do it. It's not going to happen. Um, but good luck to Michigan State against Marquette on Sunday. Uh, last game of the night, Indiana versus Kent State. 
Indiana gets the 71 to 60 victory. I predicted that they were going to cover their four and a half. They won by 11. So I was right about that. Um, I was three and three on the day on my bets. I'm still fighting to get back to 500. Um, late game. I had to come home and put my kids to bed. It felt like that Indiana was in control of this game most of the way. Most of the way. I'm going to go through. I'm not going to look at the box score. I'm actually going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to look at the game tracker. Yeah. By the time I came home, I guess I'll go to the scoring plays here. Scoring. All right. All right. They were up 2-0. They were up 4-2. They were up 6-2, 7-2. Did they ever not have the lead? Never. The whole game. Indiana had the lead the whole game. What was it at halftime? Now I'll look at the box score. Uh, 35-27 at halftime. Indiana wins both halves. They win 36-33 in the second half. It wasn't like a game where it was like a blowout. Kent State fought hard, but Indiana was just way too much. Here's the shocking part for me. Race Thompson hit a three-pointer. I think that Race Thompson is one of the worst shooters I've ever seen. And I say, I say he hit two tonight. Holy shit. Um, he had two three-pointers. Now, I might have saw both of those, actually. Um, I've seen Race Thompson miss a lot of shots this year. I'm going to go to his stats. Does that mean if I pick on him with his stats, what's he shooting on the year? Season totals. Uh, his field goal percentage is 48%. What's his three-point percentage? Not Hold on. I'm fucking, you got to be kidding me. He hit nine three-pointers all year, and he hit two tonight. I told my nephew tonight, I said, I think Race Thompson shot his first three-pointer of the night, and I was like, that's off. And then he made it, and I was like, I think that's his fifth three-pointer of the year. And that actually, now that I'm thinking about it, was not a bad guess because it, <laughs> it was his eighth. I was only off by three, and I haven't watched every single Indiana game, so that was a pretty good guess. Um, but race Thompson has 20. He has, what was it? Eight rebounds, nine rebounds, no assists. That's a big, that's it. That is what trace Jackson Davis needs. I think that everybody I've been talking about this the last two nights. Now, I think that every main character on all the five teams that we have remaining in the big 10 needs a second fiddle. I talked about it with Chris Murray yesterday. Iowa didn't have that. I think that Trace Jackson Davis needs either Hood Shafino or he needs Race Thompson to step up and be that guy. Um, Hood Shafino finished with eight and four with three assists. I think that if you're a Hoosier fan and you're looking to go deep into this tournament, you're going to need a little bit more from him even. A little bit more from him, but I just talked about Late in the season, the freshmen are not what you want to be relying on. They're just not what you want to be relying on. Um, for me, though, I think that Hood Shafino is that guy. He's a little bit different. He's not a normal freshman. So I think he is that guy. Um, Indiana is playing Miami in the second round. That is the lowest seed or highest seed, however you say it, that the a Big Ten team is playing in the next round is a five seed, which is pretty crazy. 
the way that everything shook out and got matched up with Purdue losing, um, no one's playing a lower seed than a five. And Miami, I got news for you guys, is not a slouch. They were down big tonight. The last couple minutes they came back and got a win against, who were they playing? My whole screen just went away. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Second round. Uh, What region was that? There's Marquette. Miami was playing. Are you freaking kidding me? Excuse my language. Uh, Now I got to scroll all the way down again. Choo, 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 choo. You guys stick with me here. Stick with me. I don't even know who they were playing. That's the game I was watching tonight. Drake, of course. Drizzy. Um, they were down to Drake late in the game, and they made it. They made a surge at the end and uh, ended up winning that game. Miami's tough, y'all. Like if you're thinking that's an ACC team and Indiana's just gonna roll, you're wrong. Hold on. Thought I heard somebody come in the room. Tripping right now? Is that my dog? That man? Is that you? Nah, no one's coming in. Um, it's three in the morning. What am I talking about? No one's coming in here. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Indiana has a tough game against Miami. I think every Big Ten team has a tough game. Let's talk about tomorrow real quick, and then I'm going to get out of here. This podcast has been way too long already. I talked about Purdue for way too long. We have uh, tomorrow, which is technically today, because like I said, it's three in the morning. Uh, looking up the Big Ten, we have Michigan versus Vanderbilt tomorrow, NIT action. Uh, Penn State's playing Texas. That's probably the game. Man, is that the one I'm most excited about? I think that's the game I'm the most excited about. Because I haven't seen Texas play a lot this year. Uh, They're favored by five and a half. I think that Penn State can beat them, though. And I know nothing about them whatsoever. But when you're talking about booty ball and you're talking about March, sheesh, I don't know if Texas is ready for that. Uh, Northwestern is playing UCLA. I, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie. I love Northwestern so much. I've been on them for so long. I don't foresee them winning this game. I think UCLA is too tough. I, I, I'm going to say I hope I'm wrong, but I actually pick UCLA to win the national championship, so I kind of don't hope I'm wrong because I got a lot of money riding on it. Um, and then here's my upset, folks. Tomorrow, night, late. Don't go to sleep. It's going to be 9.40 on the East Coast. It's going to be 8.40 my time. Maryland is going to upset Alabama tomorrow. I'm calling it right now. Alabama, you're done. SEC, suck it. It's the night before. Book it. Listen to this podcast before it comes out. The Maryland Terrapins will beat Alabama. Bet it. Not a lot of money, though, because... It's unlikely to happen still, even though I'm saying it. Um, I'm going to bet Maryland, though. I don't care. I'm going to put 20 bucks on them, probably, see what happens. Alabama's favored by nine, and uh, they're going to lose tomorrow. Alabama, you're done. It was Purdue's turn tonight. Tomorrow, it's Alabama. You guys are done. Maryland's going to win. We're going to be talking about how Maryland had this weird season. They got a nine seed. How the hell did they beat? Two teams in the NCAA tournament. How are they in the Sweet 16 and Purdue is not? 
that's what I'm going to be talking about tomorrow night after Maryland beats Alabama. Thank you guys for listening. I know this was a long one. I had to talk about Purdue for way too long, though. Um, check in with you guys tomorrow. I'll try to do it a little bit earlier so my voice. Guys, I'm sorry. Listen. Sorry. It's late. Every night when I record, it's late. My voice gets a little raspy when it's later. I get a little bit tired. Literally, as soon as I turn this podcast off, I go to bed. I did the same thing last night. Um, but I love this time of year. It's been fun watching the games. I'm, I'm, I'm just loving it. I, I know I don't sound like I'm excited about it, but I'm just loving this time of year. And uh, I'm hoping that these five Big Ten teams, somebody represents. We got, I mean, it's a rough go. We got four teams playing a two seed or a one seed. Penn State's playing a two seed. Northwestern's playing a two seed. Maryland's about to beat a one seed tomorrow. Michigan State's playing a two seed. I mean, when you really take a step back and look at it right now, Indiana's our best shot, y'all. They're playing a five seed. I mean, it's wild. It's wild. You could look up and see Indiana or Michigan State as the final team in the Big Ten this year. This is crazy, man. It's just crazy how it shook out. Um, It's always like this every March, though, and I love it. That's why we love this game. Um, That's why we love this time of year. Uh, I'll check back in with you guys tomorrow. Good luck to your team if you're one of the five that's still in it. Uh, Make sure you follow me on Twitter at Casual Big Ten. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.